0: beautiful people you are listening to limitless the podcast on faith life and growth and i am your host if you happy thursday if it's a thursday you're listening to this But well, for me it's a tuesday right now and i thank god the week is going pretty good i pray that your week is also going well and if it's not i pray that this word that this message today will be a blessing to you and the people you share it to because guys i hope you're sharing this podcast this could be a blessing to so many people so let's get into it shall we Being in the world, but not of the world. Nobody, well, most people are listening right now, you guys can't say you've never heard of this phrase because we use it a lot as Christians. What does it actually mean? Where does this even come from? And I think this verse, not I think, this verse goes perfectly with this topic today. Also, how I got this, a lovely lady on Instagram actually, um, when I put up a poll, Her response was, oh, why don't you discuss being in the world but not of the world? And I thought that's actually an awesome topic. I don't think I've gone through it fully. But I think this is the perfect time. This week, I was really thinking, okay, what should I talk about? And it was laid on my heart to discuss the things that young people are really battling with. And I think this is one of the biggest things right now, especially in our age. Because it seems like today, instead of the church and the doctrines of Christ to influence society. It seems like society is influencing the way we as Christians live our lives. It seems like the society is trying to manipulate the doctrines of Christ to fit into their will instead of us trying to change the views of society. Now, I just want to read this verse, 1 John 2, 15 to 17. It goes perfectly with what we're talking about today. It's in TPT. Guys, I don't know. I've been loving TPT translation. Sorry, the Passion Translation, not TPT Translation. Um, so you guys can check out that translation. Don't set the affections of your heart on this world or in loving the things of the world. The love of the Father and the love of the world are incompatible. For all that the world can offer us, the gratification of our flesh, the allurement of the things of the world, and the obsession with status and importance. None of these things come from the Father, but from the world. This world and its desires are in the process of passing away. They didn't even say they're they're soon going to. They're in the process of passing away. But those who love to do the will of God live forever. That's 1 John 2 15 to 17. And that's the focal point of what we're going to be talking about today, which is being in the world, which we are in, but not of the world, as children of light, as children called to be set apart, consecrated, you know, all those good things that make us children of God. So, the number one thing I want you guys to get from this is we need to forget following the crowd. And that's why I always quote the verse um, Romans 12 two, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect the reason it said do not conform to the world it's not that God is trying to make us outcasts or is trying to ostracize us from society that's not like th- that's not the sole purpose but the thing is in order to look more like Jesus that's kind of what we need to do We can't be so concerned with what the media is telling us to do. With what our favourite celebrities are telling us to do. What the general society is telling us to do. Because we're not supposed to conform to society. Society should never guide how we live. That's why we have the word of God. And you know the sad, sad thing? Is that now we have progressive Christians that say, okay, I think homosexuality is not that bad but i'm still christian but i'm just not ready to give up my worldly views i'm not ready to submit my viewpoints i'm not ready to submit my opinions my morals my life fully to christ because i still want to fit into society i still want people to like me well i'm so sorry but the god well i'm not really sorry (laughs) but the son of god jesus christ our savior the reasons we are christians Jesus was not liked by the general public. And if you're calling yourself Christian, Christ-like, then you need to be prepared for that kind of treatment. You need to remember that this world is ruled by the devil. And so the general opinions of the world and people of this world would be rooted in the things of evil, the things of the devil. And because of that, You can't expect such people to ever like you or agree with you. Stop trying. You're going to wear yourself out trying to make everyone love you. It is impossible. Nowadays, people focus on their truth. They focus on, oh, that's my truth. But the thing is, if truth is subjective, how is it truth? If truth is dependent on different people's opinion, it's no longer truth. It's an opinion. The whole point of a truth is that there is only one. And the truth, if it's not rooted in God, it's a lie. We follow God's word because we know that it's the only truth. God's truth does not change. It is constant. It does not change based on time. Because if you guys have realized, certain doctrines that we used to be against, especially in the church, have kind of been watered down as modernization sets in we start to see that the things that we used to disagree with before are not so bad, apparently. Because now we're seeing things like LGBT churches. I mean, if you guys read Romans, just Romans chapter one, then it's very clear. I've never discussed this on the podcast because you know I just haven't been led to discuss it, maybe in the future. I haven't been led to discuss homosexuality, but one thing I just want you guys to know is that it's clearly stated, you guys should just go through Romans one that God is against any form of homosexuality. So the fact that you now build a church, which we have claimed to be a temple, where believers come together and worship God, you've created a whole church, a sect, that glorifies a sin, a blatant sin, is absurd to me. I, I, I don't understand that. But that's the world we live in. And again, that's the reason I am recording this episode. Because it's so important that as the world is developing, we're developing, but we're not developing in the things of the world, we're developing further in Christ. And be sure, media will try and force certain views on us, but it's up to us to stay grounded and not be influenced by what everyone else is doing. And I think this is very important for young people, very, very important for young people, because peer pressure is not a joke. I want to just be honest with you guys. I got to know Christ, mm, like, deeply, 17 but before then, I was... Uh, I think I can say I was kind of of the world. <laughs> I was kind of of the world, yeah. Can I even say kind of? Is there, There's no really one fit in, one for out. If you guys listen to my episode on Luke Christianity, you can't be on the fence. You're either for the world or for God. So there's no kind of... So yeah, I was for the world. Let me just say that. And I was so ready that once I step into uni, every party, I am attending it. Any form of... Anything I can do to live my best life, apparently... I am going to do it. Now, it wasn't like I was going to be out trying to live against the word of God. But in my mind, everyone else is doing these things. I can't miss out. I don't want to miss out. And the funny thing is the school I found myself in, I think we can consider it to an extent a party school. Like, In a certain season, there was a party every single Friday. And I know for sure if I was not for Christ, I would be ten As long as my pocket would allow me to, I'd be attending every single party. And I know some Christians are out there like, but what's wrong with a party? Yo, there is nothing wrong with celebrating a birthday, a wedding. There's nothing wrong with celebration. That is a beautiful thing. But if you are going into a place where they're playing music that gratifies the flesh, that glorifies the things of the devil, that speaks against the things of God, a place where they're doing acts that, yes, you're not taken part of as a believer, but you are in that environment. And that em- environment, in any way, shape, or form, will surely influence your spirit. It will surely have an effect on your spirit, no matter how strong you think you are. Once you are in that s- environment on a regular basis, every Friday you are at that party. Yes, you're not getting drunk. Yes, you're not smoking. Yes, you're not doing lustful things. But you're in that environment every single weekend. <laughs> Bro, sis, that is going to influence your spirit. And that is sucking your spiritual life dry. And you may leave that scene and go back to your secret place and be speaking in tongues and fasting and praying. But you're doing two things that are polar opposites. You're not going to move forward in your spiritual walk. You're going to stay. In fact, if you're, what you're doing on your Friday nights is more than what you're doing in your secret place, then you're gonna eventually you're going to fall into it. You're eventually going to fall into it. That's the reason that you hear people say, oh, don't go to clubs, don't do this, don't do that. You're saying, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm not going to take part in it. You may not be taking part in it, but there is no way that thing is not poisoning your spirit little by little by little, every single time you are in that environment. And sometimes we don't understand these things because we don't understand the realms of the spirit. We think everything is physical. And that's why I love this verse, Ephesians six twelve, amplified version. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents. But against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly, supernatural places. The things going on in the spiritual realm, it's so much more than we're seeing. And that's why there was a time I really wanted to do an episode of music. In fact, guys, I recorded it twice, an episode on the power of music and, you know, the spiritual side of it. But for some reason, I keep deleting it. Or I keep saying it, I can't re- put this out. I don't know. Maybe God will lay on my heart another time to record on music and the power of music, and because us young people and the way we handle the things that we're feeding our spirits musically. I just it needs an episode, but I don't know when that's gonna happen. I haven't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to record it a third time and then I have to delete it again. So when I get the lead, I'm going to do it, but. Music. It's powerful, and that's the reason I like that Ephesians six twelve, because so many people say it's just the beat. I just like the beat, but those lyrics that you're singing—they're glorifying everything that your God hates. You're listening to that; it's those songs that carry spirits. I remember there was a time that my friend was going through something, and um, she was listening to—I've mentioned this before—Billie Eilish. She was listening to Billie Eilish, and I was saying like. Girl, how are you, you can't be listening to Billie Eilish and you, you're looking for joy, you're seeking joy, you're reaching out for joy, but you're l- feeding yourself with Billie Eilish. Okay. Billie Eilish sings songs, and I, I don't want to call out, like I'm not here to be calling out people, but I just feel like if somebody's singing a song that is cushioning depression and she's not giving you a solution to it, she's just singing it and you're in that environment, you're soaking in that spirit instead of feeding yourself with the songs and praise and worship, the things that will edify you, that will bring you joy, that will bring you peace. How do you expect yourself to come out of that state? I've mentioned Billy Alish before, but even other artists, you know, the ones that everybody's obsessed with and like Cardi B and all, all those people. At the end of the day, as much as you love the beats, you know that God does not approve of what those people are singing about and does not approve of their lifestyle. And you as a Christian who's living for God, who is apparently in this world but not of the world, but you're listening to music of the world. And this can really tie in really well with my episode on lukewarm Christianity. So if you have not listened to that episode, be sure to check that episode out. But I want you guys to picture this. Do you guys know there's like a war for your heart in the realm of the spirit? In the spiritual realm, there's a war like, who's going to get a famous heart? The devil is fighting to get your heart and the world is fighting for your attention the only thing is are you going to let him win and that's why it's very 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 important the things you surround yourself with and i say this a lot i say this a lot <laughs> like oh surround yourself with the right people the right content with the right music etc cetera, etc cetera. but i say it a lot because we really need to hear this because a lot of young people do not understand their church life is completely separate from their daily life. There was a time, I remember this party that I went to when I was in school. And I danced and I had a blast and I had fun. And then the day after, I just felt so drained. Like, what, what did I spend my time doing? And uh, as I was saying, I didn't take part in any drinking or taking of any substances. I just, you know, had some small chops and I was dancing. But the songs and the lyrics and everything just seemed so dark. And then that's how that Ephesians 6.12, that kind of verse, it just, it rings in my spirit because it just seems so dark. That's why it's so important for us to stay grounded in the word. It's so important for us to stay grounded in the word of God. And once you're grounded in the word of God, nobody can just change your opinion. Nobody can come and tell you homosexuality is actually not a sin. Because I've been hearing that phrase a lot. If you listen to like TikTok and Reels and just some of these things that come up and they they have Christian hashtags. But then because you've studied the word of God, you you know this is not right. This is not true. But if you haven't studied the word of God, how would you know? People would be arguing with you and you'd be like, hold on a minute. That's true. Like, no, that person is lying to you. Open your Bible, please. I've been hearing so many well-decorated lies. They are very well decorated. Some of these lies even have scriptural backing, taken out of context. But as long as it goes against the word of God, no matter how decorated it is, it's still a lie. John 17, 14 to 16. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. Just as I am not of the world, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. And so I feel like that's the solution to everything I've just been talking about now. That verse 15, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. So the prayer point that I want us to derive from this episode is, Jesus, keep me from the evil one. Keep me from anything that will pull me away from you. Anything that you do not approve of, give me the wisdom, the heart to also not approve of it. Because we can't create a Christian society where no unbelievers come in. That's not possible. We are going to be in this world till we die eventually, or till Jesus comes. In the meantime, how do we deal with that? How do we stay in this world, but not look like this world? How do we make friends? I talk to people and actually socialize even if they may not be believers. We need to actually talk to people. So okay, something just happened just before I recorded now I was um, I was talking to somebody actually, and so I was, I was you know saying how you know I'm not social and you know God has been putting me in social situations. and I love people, of course, but it's just most of the time and I've said this so many times on this podcast, you guys are probably tired of hearing it, <laughs> but I'm an introvert. And so I do prefer to be alone. But the nature of what I do and the thing God has called me to do, especially like social media, et cetera, et cetera, I need to be able to communicate with people. As much as I want to say, I'm in this world, but I want to be separate. I want to be alone. God has placed me in a situation where I need to talk to people. And so I need to learn, whether I like it or not, I need to learn how to to surround myself with people To be able to communicate with people. To be able to laugh with people, just with people, impact people, influence people positively. Now, it's a separate context. But even you, let's take it on a wider scale, even you as a human being, you need to learn that I am in this world. I'm going to talk to people who are unbelievers. Who Maybe I don't want to talk to them. Maybe I don't want to be around these people. But because we are here, we need to learn how to do it with wisdom. And even our call as Christians, we've been called to share the gospel, to spread the gospel. So how do you expect to spread the gospel, share the gospel, when you just want to do me, myself and I, me, my Christian friends and I, me, my Christian group and I? This world has so many people that God has sent for you to be a blessing to. He has sent you to someone, to people, to bring to his kingdom. People who are lost. There are some people who are hungry for Christ. They don't even know that they're hungry. They just know something is missing in my life and they're waiting for someone like you to open their eyes to the truth. But because you're too busy living ostracized, and that's why I want you guys to know the difference. You're living ostracized. No, I, I can't be around sinners. No, I'm too special. No, I'm too. Hello, Jesus sat with tax collectors. He sat with the people that were ostracized from society. People that people considered the worst of society, the bottom of society. But Jesus surrounded himself with such people for his ministry. Now, I'm not saying that those were his closest, because obviously we know that the people that walked with him were his disciples. And that's the difference. You're going to have your, let me not say disciples, but your your people, the people that you guys will learn together, grow together in Christ, of course. But because we're in the world, not of the world, but we're in the world, we also have a call to, to talk to unbelievers, to open the eyes of unbelievers. It may make you feel like how? Like, I, I don't even know what to do, where to start. It's so much easier to just talk to your church friends and to be to your church friends. Oh, look at those people who are always going to parties. Look at those people who are always smoking. Look at those, uh, all those you know, gossiping behind people's backs and all that stuff. Have you ever tried to talk to those people? Have you ever tried to just sit them down and advise them just from love, out of love? Because you go in to your fellow Christians and gossiping about people of the world when you have the opportunity to speak to them, is not of God. And you may feel like I'm self-righteous, I am righteous because I don't do these things. You may not do these things, but you're also not helping the situation by going behind their backs and speaking negatively about these people or judging these people. Because if Jesus spent his time on this earth judging the people that didn't follow him, we wouldn't even be Christians. Most of us listening to this are not Jewish. Most of us listening to this The only reason we grew to know God is because of Jesus. Because Jesus chose that although I'm in this world, I'm of this world. I'm still going to talk to people who may be of this world. To bring them out of this world. Not physically, but spiritually. And that's like the the mantle that has been given to us also as Christians. To bring people to Christ. It's not easy. It is not easy. Again, I never in a million years pictured myself doing this. I I'm not a social person. I don't do these things. I don't use social media. Why well, I didn't use social media. But once God has given you that call, you have no choice but to follow it because that's what we are created for. Our primary purpose on this earth is to win souls for God. We should be aiming to make a change in our society and not keep this amazing gift that we have to ourselves. We're the ones that are supposed to change the opinions of society. As the word is telling us, this is what is the new norm. That the things that are just of the devil is a new norm. We're the ones saying it's not normal. And we're going to prove it's not normal. I mean, we're near the end time. So I know you guys are like, oh, it's a lost cause. We shouldn't even try. No, because there are so many millions of people that still need to know Christ before Jesus comes. And we can be part of the people that bring in those millions. And so if we're thinking practically, okay, what can I practically do to be in this world, but not of this world? We need to stay grounded. That's number one. You need to stay grounded. And how do you stay grounded? Well, you're not going to know what you're going to be grounded in unless you study the word of God. You should never, 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 never take my word as the end or be all. That's why you have the word of God. The things your favorite minister says, the things that you see online or even if it's Christian content, that's why we have the word of God. You need to be deeply rooted in the word of God. That's the only truth understand the bible for yourself do not let people feed you their interpretation of the bible because someone else's interpretation could easily be wrong easily be wrong and you would have no idea why because you have not studied the word for yourself it should be studied read not just read but read studied and meditated upon to teach and guide you in truth the word of god is so much more than what you feel or what you think be led by convictions not by your human emotions. And there's a difference. And as you get deep in Christ, you'll be able to separate them, your convictions from human emotions. It may be hard at first, but that's why this leads back to the word of God. Once you lead back to the word of God, you can separate, okay, this is something that is from me. This is something that's from the Holy Spirit. Because what the Holy Spirit will tell you will be rooted in the word of God. What comes from you will be rooted in your desires and your emotions and what you want. And that's why we ask for discernment. And guidance from the Holy Spirit to widen our understanding and to be able to discern false teachings and ungodly doctrines. The thing is, it's actually biblical. So this is expected. It's biblical that society and what people of the world will believe will go against the word of God. And so it's up to us to not tarnish our knowledge of the word. For some of you who you're genuinely on the path that I, I just want to live for God. I'm ready to live for God. But there are so many things that are telling you it's not possible. There are too many things fighting for your attention. Too many things that are tempting you on a day-to-day basis. I'm here to tell you that it's possible because the word of God has already told us it is. Now it won't be easy, but it is possible. It's your choice. It is completely your choice. By the grace of God, you choose wisely. Okay guys, so we've come to the end of today's episode. And I just pray that it was a blessing to you. And I also want you guys to not to forget to leave a review, to leave a rating, and to share, even if it's just with one person, to share with someone who you feel like this episode could really touch their lives. And I do pray that this week is an amazing week and that this episode is a blessing to the person you share with you. So guys, have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. And I will see you next week. Well, not see you because I can't see you, but at least we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye, guys.